What's up, guys? Welcome to the third podcast. This is going to wrap up the series of the YYC Real Estate Group and how we got created. And I can't believe this is the third episode, Dave. Yeah, we're on episode number three now. I think we're getting a little bit more comfortable on this podcast here. So, yeah, definitely get into the groove of things a lot better. Yeah, it's it's um. It's nerve-wracking at the beginning, but third one in, I feel a little bit more comfortable. So let's dive in today with behind the business of being a realtor. I looked this up. There's about 5,600 realtors in Calgary. 56. And I feel like everyone knows at least five realtors, five to 10 realtors out there, right? (laughs) I, I, I personally know, I don't even know how many, 20 plus realtors and the reason we're naming this podcast I'm Not a Realtor is because there's, what's the right word, Dave? There's a misconception of what it is to be a realtor. Yeah, there's definitely a misconception of what it is to be a realtor and how realtors are. And I feel like I am not just a realtor. When people hear that term, oh, I'm a realtor, or you're a realtor, they think I feel like most people think we're just here to try to get a sale or something. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of them are though. Like a lot of people do it to for work, right? But I mean, there's there's a difference between a good realtor and a bad realtor. There definitely is, for sure. And what we want to talk about is what the differences are with the good and bad realtors. The reason people get such a different they can get such a different range of realtors because it's so easy to get your real estate license. Yeah, the experience is definitely different based on what the re- the realtor's done before in the past and if it's so easy to get the the license then you you have it's it's harder to thin the herd. So that's why the the failure rate for it is is pretty high if if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, that's why I think getting a mentor is very critical when you're starting out and getting a lot of training. And there's two aspects to being a realtor. There's working on the business and there's working in the business. A lot of new realtors that come in don't really, if they don't have that mentor, it's really hard to to close a deal, right? Yeah, exactly. Like you need to, you're essentially running all aspects of the company. You're you're on the floor doing sales. You're also doing your own marketing in the back end. You're also doing your own IT. You're also doing your own accounting. You're also doing like pretty much every aspect of a whole business as one person. So you're constantly juggling all of these uh, job roles and then also trying to service your clients at the same time. Trying to serve your clients, trying to get more leads, trying to work on the business, seeing how to market. There's just so many things to do as a realtor. And I feel like people don't see that. But there's actually so much behind to being a realtor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you you pretty much have to play every single role. And also just like juggle all them at the same time. Because when when you're super busy, it's hard to focus on the marketing or um, focus on uh, the paperwork on the back end and, and doing all that stuff. So it, it's actually really tough uh, when you're independent as a realtor. And yeah, you definitely need a lot of structure and, and scheduling to to get all that done and, and done effectively. Yeah, because there's no one, there's, there's no 
boss or there's there's no one there to really tell you what to do. Yeah, there, there's no one that has an outline for you that is keeping you accountable and and to do the work. Like when you're self-employed, it's easy to work hard, but it's also easy to just like take a day off or so just because uh, when you're doing all those things, it, it gets pretty tiring and, and you can burn out pretty fast. Definitely burn out fast. And then there's also days where you're like, hmm, I'm not doing anything today. But you you actually are indirectly, right? Every day you are thinking about the business and trying to to work on the business. What people don't realize too as, as realtors is we're basically working 24 hours. Yeah, we're definitely on call. We're working essentially when our clients are off, which is evenings and weekends. Yeah, like for example, this weekend doing showings all Saturday, yeah. you know, looking at like 10 properties, right? Mm-hmm. And then people, I feel, don't see that. They might just see that glimpse that he's only working that weekend. But just to even get that going takes a lot of work to yeah. to book the showings, to contact the realtors, you know, now with all this COVID, all the, all the documents and all the forms. And it's like a lot of work before the work also. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of the leads that come in, they come in on a month. It could take months for them to to even want to step out and take a look at properties. So it actually takes a lot of time just nurturing clients uh, before that, before we even get to that point. So one transaction could take months. It could take years before someone is actually ready to list or to, to buy as well. For sure. So... When we're talking about being a realtor and being behind the business, I want to I I want to talk about why we are not all the same. When we do listing presentations, one of the questions we get is why can't I use this person or what makes you different? So, what do you think makes us realtors all different? 5600 realtors, I I think a lot of them also are are part-time yeah and it's not their full full-time job what do you think dave the the biggest thing for us is what sets us sets us different from other realtors i think just the experience of like our like before we got into real estate that really helps us and then what else just um like the technology that we use on the back end to to create these um like listing presentations and just understanding and knowing your market. Like we do a lot of research outside of that, just so that we have the knowledge to, to back what we're, we're going against. Right. So I th- yeah, I think it just comes down to how obsessed you are in the business. And, and if you're kind of just in it partially and, and you don't, you're not committed to fully focus in being in real estate, then it, it's going to be harder for, for someone new that's coming in. And I think dealing with situations, hard situations, and how you deal with them as a realtor, Mm -hmm. that's a huge difference because we've all dealt with, even for us, there's a lot of realtors that we don't like to deal with, right? There's deals that we're in and we're like, oh my God, we're going against this right now. I find a lot of, um, I find it's the, the realtors you work with also 
will help you close the deal. And if yeah. they're not on that same page that we're all a team mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, we're working together, not against each other. That's what makes a good realtor also. Yeah, exactly. Because at the end of the day, we are just arbitrators for our clients, whether you're on the buyer or seller side. And we're just trying to come to a, a common or mutual ground between the sellers and buyers. And uh, we are supposed to be impartial to that and let the, the buyers and sellers make those decisions based on our advice. And that's all. But a lot of people get pretty emotional in it. And it, it's hard to say why, but yeah, like you come across a lot of very emotional transactions and, and it really convolutes the the negotiations. I think that's what, that definitely helps the sale when the two realtors are working together. Yeah, exactly. When When they are working together, helping each other, versus against each other that could be the difference between a deal closing and a not closing yeah exactly because i've had it where i'm like man i don't even want to work with you anymore because <laughs> you know like you're making this a bigger issue than what it is and i think you're projecting that on your on your sellers or buyers right yeah exactly it's like we don't even want to work with you because you're just making this so difficult yeah you know and i find that sometimes like if that's the case, you almost need to take the lead for the whole transaction because you need to set the standard uh, based on facts with the other realtor. And then once they start understanding that themselves, then we can kind of get back into the same place where we we're at that common ground again and we can work on the negotiations. Yeah, and with the negotiations, I definitely feel like you're negotiating with everyone. Right? Yeah, you're literally talking to your client then talking to the other realtor and then telling them like what's going to go on. Like you're taking literally essentially taking the lead on the whole transaction. Even with the lawyer, sometimes even with the home inspector, yeah, um, the appraiser, the um, mortgage broker, the mortgage broker, even sometimes when there's a tenant in there, yeah. you're dealing with the tenant. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you, you got to really work on your, your negotiation skills and your craft on how to deal with these, all these people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that's what sets you apart and will help you move further in the real estate business to to grow your business. Yeah, it's it's the difference between closing a deal and not closing a deal. Totally, totally. It could be a simple conversation that mitigates it or escalates it. Mm-hmm. And you're always trying to mitigate it. As a realtor, I always feel like we're solving a problem. Like no one else is going to do it except us. Yeah, for sure. I, right? I feel like just the arbitration of it, it, it almost feels like you're a lawyer or something. <laughs> it does, for sure. Par- another part of this podcast is we wanted to talk about the three, like the top three myths, myths, myths <laughs> about being a realtor. So we actually Googled them, uh, Googled mm-hmm. to see what they, what people thought about us. And the first one we we kind of talked about is we are all the same. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Dave? Are we all the same, or I think the the basis of what a realtor knows is all the same because we all take the same course, we go through the same training, or not? I guess all not all the same training, but we go through the same course um, that is outlined for us through um, like our our real estate board. 
but we're definitely not all the same just because the experience of every realtor is based on like maybe work history or, or their own personal experiences in real estate. If they've came from like a corporate job or something like that, like there's, there's so many different things that uh, shape the character of a real estate agent. And that's just based on how they've lived their life in the past and, and what they bring in uh, for the future of that business. So there's definitely not the same realtors. Yeah. Experience is there also, but it isn't. I feel the enthusiasm that you have about real estate also impacts you yourself as a real estate agent, right? Mm -hmm. I was very enthusiastic when I first got my real estate license and I had zero experience, Mm -hmm. but I knew I was going, I knew um, what I wanted to accomplish, right? Yeah, exactly. And the servicing and the servicing of how you want to service your client also makes it very different, right? difference like makes it different amongst the realtors mm-hmm. right because some people don't want to be full-time realtors and some people do some just want to get a couple of deals a year and then they're happy right yeah like some of them work almost as a, a side business and they kind of do it on the weekends and evenings after their normal day job and um yeah it's it's pretty tough doing that and especially to fully service your clients, unless you're sitting at a computer and, and have that time to do that while you're at work. As a full-time realtor, it's it's definitely a grind and a hustle. Like You need to have that mentality and you also need to have pretty good discipline to like have the structure to, to actually do the deals effectively and, and service your clients fully as well. It's the value. The value you provide before closing and even after mm-hmm. that's also the training you know there's a lot of real estate training courses depending if you've taken it or not and how you structure your business and whatever there's so many things that just we all can't be the same there's 5600 realtors mm-hmm. so I, I think i've read somewhere only 20 percent of them are doing 80 percent of the deals yeah exactly the 2080 rule yeah so it's how serious you are in business and who you want to represent you when you are buying and selling. And I think it's very good for, for a buyer or seller to interview other realtors to see actually which is best fit for them. Mm-hmm. We ask that too, is like, are you interviewing any other realtors? And I know we've turned down some deals because we felt like it wasn't a good fit for us also. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you definitely have to be like constantly analyzing things and, uh, seeing where it's at with the client, because if it's not a good fit, then it'll, it'll be like that through the whole transaction. So you, you ha- kind of have to know what you're getting into and, and getting a feel for it. Because if the, if the client is feeling, uh, anything before that, it'll translate into the, the transaction the whole way. So we definitely have to mitigate that. I hope that answers those people out there wondering if we're all the same. Yes, we are not. We aren't the same. I am not a realtor, guys. <laughs> <laughs> next next biggest myth is uh, realtors make a boatload of money. Yeah. ton of money just everywhere. I think this is for, like, I think this is the biggest <laughs> myth. Yeah. Because. I mean, you can. You definitely can. 
and we have, and we also haven't,、mm-hmm. right? And people see it like, oh, this is how much we're making per deal, per commission, but they don't also see our real estate expenses. Yeah, like, you know, on a on a yearly,、uh, like annually, monthly basis as well. What your monthly cost is just to be a realtor at your brokerage, you know, depending on which brokerage you're at. Yeah, it's it's almost like a small mortgage that you're paying to do to even practice in real estate. So, if you aren't closing deals, then you're essentially out of pocket every month. So, that's why it it's definitely a grind、uh, to get those deals done. But it's it's also in high overhead. And also, each transaction is different. Some are easy, some are harder. And I think the real estate gods make it makes it balanced out. You know, some deals like some buyers, you you might be showing them fifty plus properties.、Mm-hmm. Some listings might take a year to sell. Some deals might be sold the next day,、mm-hmm. and some might yeah take a year. I feel like it all balances out, and you definitely can make a lot of money in real estate.、Mm-hmm. But there are months there also where you. You might not close a deal. Yeah. Right. The like the real estate comes in high and low seasons, and it's really dependent on the market, which is like something that we cannot control.、Um, and we find that in Calgary, there there's a lot of boom and bust from oil and gas.、Uh, so like you can't really predict the trends of what's going to happen. But the only thing that you can really do is adapt, and also stay consistent with the work because over time, that's what will keep you going, and、um, that's what. Essentially, separates you from the rest is, is like understanding yourself, just being committed to what you do, and it's not about the money. It's it's about the service that you're you're offering your clients, and and once they see that, it'll translate more. But a lot of people don't see that. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like it's never about the money. It's it's never about the money for us. It's literally about serving the client. And getting them to their next chapter in life, whether it be selling or buying or investing, right?、Mm-hmm. The money comes when you just do that. Yeah. Right. When you have no ulterior,、uh, what do you say? It? Ulterior motives. Ulter- yeah. That's literally what we're just trying to do. Yeah, because like when the client is happy and the deal is done, and you know they're happy with the property, then they'll talk about it. And when they talk about it, that's when more business comes. So you got to keep. The flow going with the clients and also maintaining service, even if it's、uh, like anything goes wrong with it, like you always got to convert that negative to a positive, because people will remember、um, how you make them feel, and if if it ends negatively, then they're gonna carry that with them. And they say that the average person knows about two hundred fifty people, so if they have a negative experience with it, then they will tell. Like everybody, but if、yep. they have a good experience with it, they'll also tell everybody. I hope that answers your question about making boatloads of money. There's also one thing I just want to say. Also, is、uh, you can if you put in the work. Yeah. There's also you also cannot if、mm-hmm. you don't put in the work too, right? Yeah, th- I think that's just like any business. You just have to. Put in that work and and get it done and、uh, and if you don't then like it'll translate. Next question or next myth we want to bust is: 
real estate is easy. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> it is definitely not easy.、Mm-hmm. It is, it is a jungle out there, man. We're in the jungle. I feel every time we're hitting、yeah. the road and doing real estate, every day, pretty much, right? It would be easier if the cost of real estate wasn't as expensive. Like when you're buying a home, it's the largest purchase that you'll probably make in your life, and、uh, not a lot of people can do that. So, I mean, if you're selling like a dollar hamburger, you could probably sell that to a lot more people than you could sell a million dollar home to, or even a five hundred thousand dollar home. So.、Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as easy as people think it is, and it's definitely it's a grind. Like if if you don't have that grind mentality, you're not willing to put in that work, then like you won't make it in real estate. Yeah, because we do have a lot of friends and and people、uh, that we talk to, and they do ask about being a realtor,、mm-hmm. and I say the same thing. Yeah, do it, but. It, Just prepare yourself. Yeah, like, right. Because it is definitely a grind.、Mm-hmm. Like I would say, try it out and see. But also, have a mentor or or have、uh, some people that are willing to support you in a way where、uh, you can、uh, succeed. So I think that's the the most important thing. And definitely, be,、uh, being a realtor and being part of the transaction and of of the buying or selling and making that happen. And I feel like most realtors feel this too that there's. There's still a responsibility after the deal closes.、Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like even when the deal is done, they take over. You know, something could come up six months, and you still feel a little bit responsible. Yeah. As as a realtor, that you should have caught that, or、mm-hmm. you know, okay, now I gotta still help and serve,、mm-hmm. right? And I think that's the ongoing service that it doesn't end on. On closing date,、mm-hmm. the service definitely keeps keeps going on. Yeah, right. Definitely, like you, you have an obligation to your client、um, for them to feel good about their their pro-、uh, like their purchase, and like like that service continues even after the transaction is done. And I feel like that's the difference between being transactional and being relational with your clients, like. Uh, like we're we're essentially full service and we're on call whenever our clients need us. So if if there's a problem, then we we solve it. One thing you just said was relation, relational, relational or transactional. Yeah. And what Dave means by that is our business is really relational, where we get referrals from our previous clients and. We do serve them long term. Yeah, transactional is is like you just want to get the deal done, and then you're out.、Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you never, never hear from them again.、Client. Yeah, you never hear from that realtor again, right? <laughs> and I feel like that's something me and Dave try not to be.、Mm-hmm. And it is very. That's the grind, right? Where to keep that. Relationship ongoing after the deal closes,、mm-hmm. because that's also sets us different、mm-hmm. from other agents. Hundred percent.、Right? Bottom line is real estate easy. <laughs> Not, Not really. <laughs> yeah. It you gotta love it. Yeah. I feel like you gotta love it to be in it, and it's 
you, you got to think long term. Mm-hmm. Long term is is the way to look at it. Yeah, definitely. It's something that you have to be committed to, and um, it's it's something that you have to enjoy every day. Because if you're not about that, and and not willing into uh, to put in that work, then it, it's like nothing's going to be easy. Like that's I feel like that's anything in life. Um, like if you want something easy, then it's it's likely not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's that kind of breaks down the the three top myths of of what it's like to be a realtor. Yeah, I think we kind of uh, they kind of understand now what it's like to be a realtor for us. Yeah, it's it's fun, uh, but it's also stressful, and I think that people don't see the the struggle to get to where you actually are to succeed. Like it takes time and, and that's why the, a lot of the, structures, a lot of structures and a lot of learning. Yeah. And, and that's why the failure rate of it is quite high as well too, because if you're not self-disciplined and not self-motivated, then it's very tough. Like it's not like a nine to five job. And your attitude has to be good about it. Mm-hmm. Going into real estate, you got to have, a positive attitude yeah about everything for sure because so much happens in a deal yeah that isn't positive <laughs> there's a lot of ups and downs yeah. and like you can't count your chickens until they hatch because deals fall apart in the last minute all the time so you you kind of have to be prepared for that and not have to rely on that transaction because that's that's where a lot of stress not stress it's like a lot of disappointments like if if you have like really high expectations with everything then you'll actually deal with a lot of disappointments with the transaction as well too because there's so many things that could cause a, a transaction to collapse and if if you're relying on that deal and it, it collapses you'll you'll have a lot of disappointments so i think that's something that you need to do is just manage your own your own feelings as well because it's not done until it's done. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's one thing I've learned is like it, it's definitely not done till you've been paid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's not even done after that. But yeah, like until you've gotten paid, that's when the deal is done. Yeah, because even then, like sometimes there's issues with you getting paid. Like oh yeah, like realtors the- know. Like there's there's things that can happen with the transaction even when it's completely done that you might not even get paid for a few months. Yeah. Uh even after the fact just because delays with the builder or something like that. Like there's there's so many factors that that can cause things. So you have to have a like a good plan and and also prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Structures, I would say what I've learned creating structures for entrepreneurs yeah right like yourself as an entrepreneur just creating that structures and what one advice uh, i want to just say to all the realtors that are listening i'm just is i think right now too and where the future is going is you you can you cannot just be a realtor mm. i feel like you need to expand and i feel you need to expand maybe in property management in airbnbs Mm -hmm. or have something else as as another source of income or Mm -hmm. passive income because just to be a realtor alone um unless you're killing it it's not enough it it isn't enough right Mm -hmm. and 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 who knows if if realtors will even exist in 20 30 years yeah exactly 
I find that like when I have a conversation with somebody, I never say that I'm a realtor. I just say that I'm in real estate because my I'm so diversified in it that it would be an understatement to just say that I'm a realtor. I'm actually like involved in a lot of real estate related businesses. So absolutely. And I think that's why we're naming this title. I'm not a realtor. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Good way to end it, Dave. Good way to end it. (laughs) I guess that will wrap it up. We're not realtors. We're we're in real estate. (laughs) We're in real estate. Yeah. We'll wrap it up with that. And the next podcast I'm actually so excited for I've had to I've had multiple conversations with him and it's gonna be it's gonna be a conversation with my dad because my dad is actually an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and uh, I actually want to hear his story and let him share his life and his experiences because I feel like he has a really good life yeah and that will be going out probably around father's day yeah it'll be a father's day podcast it will be a father's day podcast so i'm excited for that thanks for listening guys you know we really i just want to say this too we really appreciate the listeners it means a lot to us so we hope you guys keep listening and uh that is all (laughs) that is all (laughs) thanks guys